0: Hi, and welcome to Spicy Mango and Peppermint. The last couple of weeks, we have seen nothing but the Ukraine war. It's been splashed everywhere. It's in social media. It's in the mainstream media. It's absolutely everywhere. There's no getting away from it. And quite rightly so. But unfortunately, at the same time, we've seen a lot of racism, xenophobia, and bigotry that has come to the surface. Now... The problem that we've seen here is that um, for a long time we've seen that Europe has seen some of the very bad and worst wars and of course the war crimes that have been committed. Now some of these wars and the war crimes that are committed um, they happened over 80 years ago but for example, the Holocaust, we are constantly being reminded about the Holocaust, and of, quite rightly so, we should be, because it is absolutely, uh, it was an absolute massacre and atrocity. Um, but it's still there, and it's um, it's never left kind of the modern, you know, media. And they've made a, you know, point of, to keep mentioning it, and it's in the history books, it's just, just like the Ukraine war, it's... Um it's just continuing and continuing. Now, some of the um, far less uh, wars that have been not been mentioned, for example, the Bosnian War. Now, let me remind you and myself, the Bosnian War started in 1992 and it lasted until 1995. And it claimed the lives of 100,000 Muslim Bosnian uh, the Muslim Bosnian people uh, suffered greatly in this war. Uh, they were outnumbered, outgunned, but they they want the reasons that they um, they you know the, the death all kind of piled up it is actually due to ethnic cleansing. Now ethnic cleansing of course is very very serious. It's uh, it's this big problem but this brings me back to the, the war we're currently seeing. i'm going to stop saying the Ukraine war because frankly i'm quite tired of it to be honest, because too much focus has been given onto this war, and not enough focus put on how to stop this war and how they should you know uh put a ceasefire in place as soon as possible and put an end to this because this is a war it's an unjust war on uh, both sides. And yes, you might be surprised to hear that. Why it's both sides we can we can look at why Mr. Vladimir Putin Putin has attacked Ukraine, and um, what the reasons are and what not, and whether you're for it against it. I know a lot of people have gone against it. Um, where I'm, I'm where I stand. That's not important. What as I said, what's important is that. We we get to the point that we can agree on a ceasefire and uh, from both sides and end this war. Now let me continue to remind myself and refresh my memory. So, in um, in the July of nineteen ninety five, which is approximately what twenty six years ago, not too long ago, uh, the worst massacre happened in Bosnia, in uh, Srebrenica. Okay, so what happened? So what happened is this. Uh, this was committed by the Serbian army and this was led by the uh, war criminal, uh, his name is General Ratko, uh, appropriately named I think Rat, Ratko uh, Mladic. Okay, so Mr Mladic, before we go into that, let me just explain what happened. So we had the peacekeeping force, which was the Dutch uh, peacekeeping force, and this is um, what the Dutch commander of, that peace, uh, of the peacekeeping force said. He said that we knew something bad was going to happen because uh, the number of the Serbs army, uh, the numbers kept increasing in uh, Sabinica. I, I may be pronouncing it slightly wrong. Sorry about that. But um, it, it, Sabanica by the way, is the town in Bosnia and in Herzegovina. Okay, so th- these guys were piling up, and and now this they were. Who are they going to attack? They're going to attack unarmed civilians, consisting of uh, you know women, men, uh, and children. Uh, but in this case, so so what they done, they overrun uh, the compound or the area where the UN Peacekeeping Force was and they killed 2,000 people on the spot. Now, these were Muslim, uh, Muslim men and uh, young children. They say they're boys, but they were young children. Now, the remainder that tried to escape, so they tried to, to escape and they were hunted down in the forest and uh, they killed... Uh, at least another six thousand people. Truly tragic, tragic. And this um, Dutch commander, uh, he called this the uh, he says, "Srebrenica is the greatest failure in human history." Now, but where is Bosnia? Isn't it part of Europe? So, where I want to ask: so at that time, which sanctions were put uh, against the the Serbian army or the or the Serbs? i can 't find any i don 't see what was happening uh in in that regard in 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 terms of the the sanctions or or was it it was hardly even spoken about why didn't the the media get so excited and pumped up and you know why didn't they start funds left right center to support the bosnian people? Where were they? The few people who were far and far in between tried to help um there were very, very few by the way the dutch commander's name is ludy de vos you can check this up yourself and he goes on to say that he now he was the command of the dutch battalion that was serving at the time um when this uh, he was actually the, the the commander throughout the war from 1992 to 1995 so he said that uh, some of his fellow soldiers years after i mean he revisited uh, sabanitsa after 20, 24, 25 odd years and he said it's still you know, it's very, very painful for me to visit here and, and, and he said that, you know, I don't know what happened, why we weren't able to stop this massacre from happening. And he said that his fellow soldiers, some of them, uh, they blamed themselves and they went on to commit suicide. Again, tragedy just breeds tragedy. So, this is a war that we hardly, uh, we, we don't you hear about, nobody talks about. But the main point I want to talk about now is that, again, Bosnia is heading in that direction. So that painful remain reminder of the past is going to come to surface if we don't do anything about it. You can see the political sac- sanctions, they are calling, you know, they are backing their, uh, you know, their beliefs, um, their, their race, And they're all all becoming separate and they are using, again, the same um, illegal and disgusting xenophobic and bigotry uh, emotions. They're putting them into play. So we have to, you know, really speak about this because we really have to help the Bosnian people. We never ever want to see this kind of a massacre or tragedy, not just um, on the Bosnian people or any people at all. Now, Talking further about General General uh, Ratko, uh, Mr mladic of course, he was convicted of the following charges. He was convicted of 10 charges of genocide, five charges of war crimes against humanity and four violations of the laws of customs of war. Mr mladic was convicted at The Hague by a United Nations Court and sentenced to life imprisonment. Now, the irony of all this is that Mr mladic Throughout the proceedings, not even for one moment was he ever sympathetic, apologetic. He was actually defiantly unapologetic throughout the whole process. I mean, there you go. This man truly believes he further went on to say that that this was my military duty and I was doing nothing but doing my military duty. Totally disgusting. Now the next part I want to, to take you to is the rape of the Bosnian. Muslim women. You're going to be shocked at the numbers. The numbers have been tried to be played down to 10,000, 15, 20, but the action numbers are 50,000 plus women were raped from young as 11 years old. They were snatched from their homes, from their mothers because what the Bosnian self did, they separated the men and the boys because they started to hunt them down. So they started to flee, they were forced to flee and they left behind. Unfortunately, the women um, and uh, and the children. So, what the people like uh, you know these generals would do. By the way, Mister Mister Ratko is also known as the Butcher of Bosnia, and he's not the only one. So then, what they would do? They would take these women, snatch them away, and they would say that you know we need to, we need to talk to them because for security risk, blah blah blah. Uh, and they would take them one by one. They would be raped, and then some of them were murdered. Now. Because they were Muslim women um, and because they they had their own... Uh, okay, of course, they were white as well, but they were Muslim, but nobody seemed to care. Nobody even cares to this day. So being um, being a Muslim seems to be something that's not important or following your beliefs. For myself, if you're a Muslim, if you're a Christian, if you're Jewish that's very good what you ever believe in they're your beliefs uh to me it doesn't matter whether you're white black green red or somewhere in between i'm not a racist i'm not a bigot. Uh, i'm definitely not xenophobic but i just want to speak to you guys on this issue because this issue is very disturbing because when we go on now i'm going to quote um a CBS uh, News correspondent. His name is Mr. Charlie D'Agata. Okay, this is what he says. He says, this is uh, at a place, uh, with all due respect, or the lack of, I would say, um, uh, like Iraq or Afghanistan, that has seen conflict raging for decades. This is a relatively civilized, relatively European city. I have to chose I have to choose those words carefully. Okay. But really, is he choosing them carefully? I think really has because he's really showing his xenophobic nature. Uh, one, uh, he goes on to say, I have to choose these words carefully to really, obviously he hasn't one where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen. And now I want to um, take you further. The bigotry unfortunately continues. We have an, a NBC uh, correspondent. By this, by the way, CBS NBC—they are American news adver- networks. Now we have a Miss Kelly. Kelly Kobialla Co- was asked. What has changed in Poland since the last refugees crisis in Europe in 2015? Actually, it wasn't just in 2015. It's recently, only two, three months ago, there were refugees from there. They were coming from Syria and other countries who were brought in uh, uh, because Belarus gave visas to these people and promised them that they'd get them into Europe and they these people have been uh, they're still there they're stuck there and quite a, uh, quite a few have died they've lost their lives and poland did not even let in one one person into into poland, except that actually sorry they did let someone in somebody who was badly beaten up to treat them and give them a temporary visit stay there till they got better and that's the as better, uh, best as it got So so she was asked, um, let me read it to you once again. Kelly Kobela, Miss Kobela was asked, what has changed in Poland since the last refugee crisis in Europe in 2015, at which time Poland had been hesitant to take in refugees? She said, just to put it bluntly, and bluntly, she really did put it bluntly, guys. It's shocking what she says. These are not refugees from Syria. These are refugees from neighboring Ukraine. That, quite frankly, is part of it. These are, these are, um, sorry, she said that uh that quite frankly is part of it meaning that these are and um, they said she goes on to say these are christians they are white they are very similar people so she's saying look these are christians these are white people they're similar to us as for the syrians you know they they're not white they have a, they're not christians so why should we care absolutely disgusting and horrid and it's just It's just sickening to um, see this racism. We know this racism exists, but when it comes to light, now, guys, the, imper- the, the most important uh, and imperative message I want to pass on today is that if you are thinking of volunteering and going to fight in this war, you are highly mistaken. You are not fighting for freedom. This is a political war. There's many factions and many players here. You've got NATO, you've got Russia, and obviously where they're fighting, that country involved, and you've got the US involved. you got, when I, when I say NATO, there are 30 plus c- countries. You've got Turkey on there as well Uh, you've got lots of other uh, countries by the way when we've seen uh, another thing I want to mention is that let me just finish this one to say guys please 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 don't make this mistake look if you go out there you get killed and you think you're going to be some kind of bloody hero or you're going to be a martyr I'm sorry you're highly mistaken you're not the only thing that you're going to cause is a great deal of pain And anguish to the ones your loved ones, and people are going to forget you. You're going to be going into that hole six foot under, and you're going to be forgotten. So, if you think you're finding some you're fighting some kind of uh, for some kind of freedom, hey, this isn't your war. You know, my advice for you, if you already reached. Uh, Ukraine, return home while you can. Because you don't know even if the, the Mr. President of Ukraine looks like a nice guy, but hey, is is your friend. Do you know what he really is like? Maybe maybe he's just doing this just to uh you know to for his own interest. Nobody knows. People are calling him a hero and whatnot, but come on. There's some people who are gonna call Mr. Putin a hero. So you know one man's hero and it could be another man's enemy so please 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 do not go there do not fight one thing i have to say that there's there's people like you know 60 years old and and they, they want to like going there and you know what's wrong with you guys man this this isn't your war you know this isn't this is a political war it's been it's been fought uh by the the political players the big players in the world and uh we can see this um what's happening so please, please, please do not uh, do not get involved. This is not your war. Please, please, please think twice. Not think twice, ten times. How can you leave your family behind and go fight somebody's somebody else's war? And and even even if you've got training, and and if you haven't got training, you know it's just you know I think you really truly lost your mind. It's my sincere appeal to you for. You know please please, please do not go there. This is not your war. Believe me, believe me, don't get taken by the media hype. The media media is getting paid for making this news. Me and you are the victims of the news because we're taking this in. We take this information in, and we start to act up on it. That's how dumb we are sometimes. You know, I'm really trying to explain this to you. You know, this is not your war. You know, do not go there. This is not for you. You know, um, sit, sit at home and uh, even if you're considering it, just wait and to see how things are playing out. Please, please, please don't give your life away because your life and your soul is the most valuable thing you have. And once it's gone, it's not coming back. So that's my advice to you. As for the the people who have uh, experienced this racism, I mean, we've 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 had other testimonies. Like the one one girl, she was a Moroccan girl. She said that it would seem that uh, the the soldiers, the Ukrainian soldiers, um, they were looking at the color of our skin. The darker you are, uh, the, the more you had to wait in the queue to cross the border. You know, these things remind me of World War II, uh, the things that the people like the Jewish people were facing. And after 80-odd years, what has changed? Nothing has changed. You know, the the, the the same mindsets, the prejudices, the xenophobic views are still there. And from time to time, they kind of come to surface. Now, I want to give you this very, very famous quote. And it's actually from the Quran. It says that hatred has just appeared from their mouths, but what their hearts conceal is far worse. Now look at this, this book was revealed 14 centuries ago and what is it telling us? You know, the, the things are just getting worse and worse and now some people are claiming that this war is gonna to lead to World War Three. Nonsense rubbish, it's not gonna be no World War Three. Calm down, calm down. Get yourself, get, regain your composure, you know, calm down don't get taken in by the rhetoric and don't listen to these foolish people you can see how ignorant these people are and some of these, like Mr. Agatha, Charlie Agatha he he covered the Iraq war and um, he covered that and when he says that um, you know, th- this is this is not like Iraq or Afghanistan now guys, everybody knows the US uh, uh, had intervened into those wars and we know the, uh, the big cocker the U.S. had made in Afghanistan, wasting hundreds of thousands of people's lives and wider resources that could have helped to build that country, could have made peace going there. But I want to remind you something that George W. Bush Jr. said. He said the following. He said, Either you're with us or you're with them. Now, people like this, the, the political leaders, you know, it really saddens me for people, how people have elected to put these kind of fools into power or are going to make you and force you to choose our, you know, just because you have different beliefs and just because you have, um, you know, uh, different thinkers. They are forcing you to decide. And that's exactly what's happening right now. They want you, they're separating us. Because I'm I, I'm white and you're brown or you're white, I'm brown, I'm green, you know, they're saying, hey, look, you know, uh, there's something wrong here. No, there's nothing wrong there. if If someone comes and stabs me and stabs you at the same time, what's going to come out? It's obviously going to be blood. And what's the color of that blood? It's obviously going to be red. So... What separates me and you is not actually our skin color. Believes it's our humanity, and today we have lost that humanity. And that humanity we have to take back, and we have to get this message out to the people because this is really we we live in a you know uh, there was there was this person they used to run this website and this this woman she disappeared and she her quote was this she said that we live in a world uh, and this really resonates today. Far more than it did when she actually said it. She says, We live in a world where the truth is shaped by political agendas. And that's the truth. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Uh, just to sum up, please, this isn't your war. Don't try to be a hero. Nobody cares. Once you're dead, you're dead. It's, you're gone. The only pain you're going you're to leave behind is for your family and your friends and the people who love you. So please, Do not uh, go there. Don't even think of going there. By the way, I just wanted to say that if now we've seen everything splash across the media here. Now, if somebody says, yeah, I'm going to Iraq, I'm going to Afghanistan, to to Syria, uh, I'm thinking of going there, that person would be arrested uh, instantly and charged under the Terrorism Act of the UK. So here, guys, remember, if you do go there and you come back, you can be charged because you are going to fight for for a country that's not um, um, you know that you don't you don't, don't have a right to fight and of course if you go there you know I don't know if you're aware of this the contract they're making you sign there you know you could be end up years there and if you end up staying there fighting there they can actually you try to leave they are can most likely court marshal you and take you to prison alright it's a wrap until next time take care um, that's it uh, so please be very very careful do not listen to what the media says and please be please, please if you are non-white please do not be like uh Uh, these biggest and these xenophobic people please 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 let's work for peace prosperity and love in the world let there be love for all and hatred for none okay until next time take care goodbye love you all